Yeah, hello everybody. Welcome to the sixth episode of the One Mate One Dude podcast. I'm Bill, the dude from the US. I'm Joe, the mates from the UK. Right, and today we're just going to be going over some things that we feel like we should be doing, I guess, before we uh, kick the bucket, so to speak, right? Just going before through... Before we uh, die. Before before we die, right? Um, yep. Right? You only got one life, Bill. Really? Unless you believe in the afterlife. Um, um, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. But I going guess deep straight away. In, in, <laughs> in, this, in this life, the one that we're focusing on right now, I guess, uh, we definitely want to talk about, I guess, our own bucket list and sort of what keeps us going and I guess just uh, what sort of what sort of motivates us to to have those things on a bucket list and I, and why we have those. Uh, so for you, Joe, what sort of what sort of things would you say is is uh, important about having a bucket list? Yeah, I guess the question is like why we should have one, right? Like, what's the point of it? Because all of my friends my age in their twenties don't really talk about it that much for some reason so like for me it's like having one makes me it's like a defined list of things i want to do before i reach a certain age and some of the things is not as fun when you're old like imagine when you're 50 and you're like going to a rave or something it just doesn't it just won't fit this you definitely see it though i mean when, when you're 50 you're, you're way less likely to i feel like give a fuck about what what these young young whippersnappers think about you but i mean maybe but it's it just doesn't slap the same it doesn't i don't know slap the same. I'm, not, I'm not i'm not 50 but like i just can't imagine it being you know you might not be able to like you might get tired quicker um, even, even if you go on a hike or something, when you're younger, you can exp- you might have more energy to do things. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things that f- seem better when you're younger. I mean, we say that now, but we haven't really experienced the the age yet. But I'm I'm sure. Yeah, I think I think that's that's a mindset. But. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a bucket list earlier so you can get as many things done as possible. And just to say like at the end, like at the end of your life, you can just be like, yeah, I've, I've, you know, crossed all, all these things off. I can say that I've, I've done what I've wanted to do the most and I've really gotten the most out of, out of life, so to speak. So yeah, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from there. Cause Elon must, no, sorry, not Elon. What, why did that name pop in oh, my head? Oh God. Oh God. He's back. <laughs> We can talk about him later, but no, no, thank you. It was it was Joe who said, um, "Joe who? We, we, Joe Rogan, not me." Oh, I'm not going to quote myself. I'm, not, I'm just not, not that interested yet. anymore. <laughs> but Joe Joe Rogan said, like, um, when a man you know gets older, or when anyone gets older, your liabilities increase. You might have kids. You might have a family to take care of. You, you have responsibilities, a mortgage. And those things kind of chain you down almost financially and in terms of your like capacity as well. That's true. Uh, but I would definitely say that's the more traditional sort of route where you, you know, you get married, you have kids, you pay, uh, you pay for a mortgage for your house, uh, you get a job, you have all these uh, probably student debts or whatever to, to pay off. Um, I think that's, uh, that sort of brings me like this is kind of off topic, but uh, you seen Nomadland, right? Yeah, Nomadland. Yeah, I did. Nomadland, right? So that that movie talks about how there's more and more seniors sort of going towards this, I guess, um, life on the road because they don't. I mean, it's. I mean that that in itself is could be like a bucket list type of yeah you know adventure. Because they, they could, um, why did they choose that life? Because they don't want to be, they didn't, like, there was one part in the movie where she specifically says, like, she doesn't want to end up in a place, like, you're sort of forced to buy a house that you can't really afford, and then you're paying that yes. off, like, throughout your life. Um, 30 years. 30 years, 40 years, <laughs> and you're just, you know, 
it's just draining you. Um, but right, I, mm-hmm. I, I think I think that is starting to develop more and more. But going back to to what a uh, good old Joe Joe Rogan said, like absolutely, like for for males um, or just people in general, you do have sort of uh, we do have a, a um, we are on a time limit. So it's like if you do go go the route where like you have a family, obviously you have so much more responsibility. You can't just sort of kick the bucket, or, yeah, and then be like, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna do my own I, thing. I think like obviously I've not had a kid yet, and it's like I think once you do, this is the this is the perspective of before having a kid. Obviously, I think before you after you've had one, it's like your priorities change completely even if you don't want to like everything goes towards that kid now you've got to start saving for their college you start trying to give everything you have to them subconsciously as as a dad whereas when when you're just a you know free guy and you're young it's best to try and get everything done not everything but have that motivation to to have a list and start ticking them off for sure for sure and I, I feel like that also depends. I don't know. Cause also imagine you raise that child, they go off to college, you know, then you're sort of, I mean, I mean, you, you're sort of left with more free time. And I guess it's like, would you rather, I mean, there are definitely certain things that you'd probably enjoy more at a young age. Say, I don't know. You could probably, um, I don't know, do, I don't know. Actually, if it's like a, a fitness one or like, a, physical, um, a marathon okay marathon is a good one a physical one right but you you've seen older people like they've trained like it's definitely i feel like if it's more challenging it could be even more reward, rewarding that's true um but i think once again it depends um because also like what like you mentioned like we not many people our age in our 20s say they may or may not have a bucket list just because we're sort of we're not as accustomed to I guess long term thinking as as you know younger people, um, but I guess yeah. I I mean I I mean definitely from like you and I our our backgrounds are more focused on long term thinking for sure, um, but I guess like taking a step back, how would you say um, if if you were sort of a short term planner, how would you sort of what advice would you give to a person who would want to sort of develop long-term thinking? Hmm. Trying to think of like the differences at the moment. I think if you were always planning very short term, I think some things are difficult to do if you just make stuff up on the go. Like some trips are quite expensive and it takes long-term planning to kind of save up that pot and go and do it. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, if you wanted to take a gap year uh, for ho- what, one year, you can't just decide that next week. You have to kind of plan that right. for like four or five years, save up a good you know, pot aside and then leave it, invest it, whatnot, and then come back and, and use that for your travels. Mm-hmm. I think if you didn't have that long-term thinking, it's just pretty much impossible to kind of right. execute those things. Right. I feel like you definitely can uh, get the most out of, I guess, a livelihood if you do sort of plan long-term. Absolutely. But but you mentioned uh, gap year, Joe. Is that something that's ever sort of come into, into your mind? Is that something on your bucket list? Yeah, there's that certain stereotype of like, people my age who go on gap years and they just don't <laughs> stop talking about it like you know they've gone to a gap year because they don't shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean and they come back and they're like they've changed as a person they've like found their soul at 20 years old and that's really good uh, but it's like I don't know I don't care as much as you do but it's really good for them that they've done that and um I think that stereotype is like is fair enough, but I think everyone can benefit from being away from where they grew up for a year and truly travel on your own agenda, meet different people from completely different cultures, or even be in a country that 
you can't speak the language of because it makes you realize not everything around revolves around English and you feel insignificant in their country absolutely which is an ex which is an experience itself yeah no I think I definitely got that experience from my college my college years um, just being in a, in a foreign country like in China like obviously it's not completely foreign to me but um, just it's a big enough change right just the interactions the the social cues um, the the food pretty much everything you can think of is just like completely different and and like you said it does make you so feel so sort of small in, in such a big world yeah, yeah. Like, you just realize that the world doesn't evolve around where you came from well, yeah, and you don't you just can't experience it until you actually get there yourself mm -hmm. No, we I, can talk about traveling later down the road but yeah for sure no traveling is definitely a, I feel it's it's a must in, in most bucket lists like for me um, actually at my age so I'm I'm um, I'm 26 so I, I planned on going to um I promised a friend um, that I would make an Africa trip, make it to an Africa trip at age 26. Um, so I was going to like, I was planning, obviously this is, this is a little bit far-fetched and plus with COVID, it's probably not realistic. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Use but, COVID. Excuse. Yeah, yeah fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I was planning on like motorcycling from like, I don't know, what was the original country? Like Ethiopia all the way down to South Africa. Oh. Um, but obviously that requires so much paperwork you have to get um, visas for each different country that you pass through you have to get a good working motorcycle that you know actually would make it that far um, but that's Man, how, how long does that take a long time long time <laughs> <laughs> you, you're gonna come back like 40 years old <laughs> probably probably but you know I, I've I'll be happy because you know I'll be able to cross it off my bucket list and I'll I'll be able to say I found my soul and you know I mm. probably won't be able to shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> yo mate what's, what's changed mate you're, in, you're on a podcast just talking yeah that's true that's true that's no true. definitely that's where the long term planning comes from you can't just turn up right oh I, I, don't, I don't yeah like for, for things like visas like international crossings and all that you definitely have to plan in advance um but but I think for me the overall idea for a trip to Africa is definitely something that I would want to do, um, cool. just because like I feel like Africa is such a like it's one of the the fastest developing um, continents right now. So just want to see what's yeah. going on with that. Obviously it's it's um it's full of it's rich it's full of culture and, and rich in uh, traditions and all that. So that, I, I love undisturbed nature as well. Which yeah, is nice. un undisturbed nature, maybe uh, race a cheater or two, um, you know, the usual. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like probably not this year, but eventually maybe in, in the next uh, few years or so before I turn 30, hopefully. Um, Better do it. This is recorded. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Mine's, um, okay, there's loads of places to want to go, but one's like island hopping around Greece. Ooh. I love the idea of just, I, I don't know, like getting bored of one place, if I ever get bored of one place, and just say to your mates, like, do you want to just take a ferry to the next one and see what that's like? Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, a half an hour, you know, decision. You can just do it with a backpack. Yeah. Not, there's, it's a good balance between being spontaneous and having a plan. Mm. When it's too regimented and, and scheduled it kind of takes the funness out of it whereas yeah. if you have that opportunity where you can just hop to each island see what it's like i think that's pretty cool yeah no absolutely like you want you want some sort of serendipity in, in like your travels at least where it's not like i don't know if you have like something scheduled for like each hour then it's like i don't know you probably you'll probably get the most out of your trip but at the same time there's no i don't know I feel like spontaneity is just something something I really enjoy, you know? Like Yeah. You can't plan randomness, right? No, you can't. That's that's what makes some of those trips fun. Like when you're at a when you're staying at a hostel or something and you're meeting new people. You can't necessarily plan on um 
meet like you can't say oh i want to meet this type of person or you know i want to you know hopefully i can um meet someone that you know is i don't know is like a Spe- too specific <laughs> too, way too specific right so like, i want to be i want to be robbed or something <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> then, then that just comes off as you know a little bit artificial um uh, exactly. you, you mentioned greece um what's that one place in greece that's like there it's like it's blue everywhere do you know what i'm talking about you mean the sea's blue god damn it joe <laughs> there's so many islands in greece honestly there, there's on, like on just Cyprus, this right? city it's like it's painted like the whole city is like painted blue you have a greece blue painted city what do you mean blue i mean blue a lot or- of the don't or or the cities all like white with blue or whatever. Anyway, I think that's that, quite that's, common. I think that's quite common. I I, f- I think it was like one specific city. I forgot the name of it, but I feel like that we'll would definitely out. be worth saying. No, you'll find out, and then you know you better uh, you better send me pics or it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's good motivation. Um, but yeah, you, we were mentioning before like why young people don't have lists. And I just think, um, me and you, Bill, like, it, when you're in your 20s, you don't have that sense of urgency yet. Yeah, no. Especially when there's things like like TikTok and Snapchat and Instagram where, like, yeah, I don't know. Even if you really do it, it is distracting. It sort of sucks the motivation out. And then even when you do it, do you do it just so you can post it on your, your social media? Yeah, that's annoying. I mean, I do both. I like to be there and capture it. Mm-hmm. In case one day I have dementia. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I have pictures to look back at it. And you'll be like, huh. I've yeah, been, oh, what's I, this? I did that. I did that. That's me? Or who is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully you don't get dementia. There's, there's, uh, make sure to eat your omega 3 oils. And, uh, um, yes, six and nine. People forget that too. Oh. Ooh, that's a good shout. That's a good yeah, shout. Yeah, six and nine. Health. It's not health, just three. Health episode coming soon. Um, yeah, <laughs> we just have an episode just talking about vitamins for one hour. <laughs> <laughs> From A to Z From or A Z. To Z. I didn't even know there was if a that exists. Z. Um, Out of zinc. Zinc. That's not a vitamin. That's a that's a mineral, isn't it? That's a mineral. <laughs> <laughs> but n- nice. I, I get where you're coming from, though. Right. Uh, right. So anyway. For, for the island hopping, definitely. Speaking of islands, like I definitely want to go to an island myself. Um, Hawaii is definitely a, a good shout. Um, I feel like that's something that's at least worth visiting. I'm not sure if it's worth living in, just because it's. I feel like the lifestyle is very very chill, isn't it? A very, lot of people retire there. That yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. But definitely yeah. worth checking out, like checking out the volcanoes, um, maybe some Jurassic resorts. Park. Yeah, Jurassic Parks and some beaches. The poke. I didn't know poke comes from Hawaii, right? Really? I'm, I'm poke not... balls. Poke. <laughs> Sorry, balls, not balls. Poke, <laughs> poke ball. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got to go, go over there and catch them all. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's definitely someplace worth visiting just because just obviously it's like the one of the the better known uh, resorts in in, uh, in the United States. But yeah, definitely. It looks unreal. The sea is great. The it beach does is look nice. unreal. Um, Cancun it, looks good too. Cancun, right. That's that's definitely... Very nice. That's right around the, right around the corner here in, in the south. Um, definitely probably worth checking that out. Um, the thing is like, I think it's worth mentioning that, you know, the world is so big and it's like when you make a bucket list, you could get so distracted with just putting every single location you think you want to go to and it just becomes so cluttered. Right. I think for me, I like to be quite select because especially with social media nowadays, you have influencers in every single corner of the country showing how good this place is and how good this like the food there is and do you know what I mean it's just overloaded with things to do uh kind of 
but I mean, if if I mean that's one of the the things about having a bucket list at a young age, though. It's like if you can if you have all these these places that you want to go at a younger age, then you can definitely plan ahead. Um, otherwise, you can just put it on like maybe say I won't put this on my bucket list. I'll just put this on a list that I won't call it a bucket list, but it's pretty much a bucket list, you know, if it's it like an makes, archive. if it makes you feel better. Um, but okay. yeah, I, I feel like obviously traveling is a huge one. You can go to an endless amount of places. Um, like, I don't know, not only would I want to go to Hawaii, there's also icebergs that I would love to see just like massive, um, parts of, of nature. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Iceland. No, it's in it's in uh Nova Scotia, I think, or um okay. Newfoundland in uh in Canada. Hmm. So it's it's like so it's the far east of, of Canada where it's like you people actually go there to um to to watch icebergs like during a certain uh certain time of year where it's just like not only can you see the auroras but there's also like the icebergs like they flip during a certain um time of the year oh really yeah Damn. so that's just can you imagine that's like seeing a mountain like you know do a 180 is it wait does it happen on the spot like does it take a few hours or what I think it just it takes probably like a few minutes I want to say like obviously it's a huge like yeah I was gonna say huge event so it's like I don't know I feel like it's probably not not a few hours but probably like half half an hour maybe I don't know. I feel really I'm stupid entirely... for asking that question. No, that's all right. It's it's. I feel, I feel kind of stupid for trying to answer that. Um, but you're gonna have to go see it, Bill, and, and report back. Oh, for sure. How long how long it took for this for... lump of ice to do a somersault? Do... Yeah. Well, um, iceberg number two um, was was rather quick. It took about 14 minutes and 30 seconds, um, and then 32 yeah. milliseconds. There. there... <laughs> Just you, your stopwatch, the weird one. Right. Uh, I won't even be watching the iceberg flip. I'll just be like, you know, watching the... The stopwatch. Watching the clock. Yeah. Speaking of ice, though, I want to go to an ice rave. An ice cave rave. Ooh. Ooh, rave. Have you seen those? You I seen haven't. Those? I have not. What is that? It's just some people going into this cave. And um, some guy with the decks there just you know, putting on some tunes and everyone with big coats just kind of, you know, dance around, enjoying the music in this massive cold cave. It looks really fun to me. I don't know about you. <laughs> where where, where could, could one find that? I actually don't know. I think it's in Iceland or um, somewhere, maybe in Finland. I don't know. Somewhere really cold, but has good techno. Um, nice. Because usually it's like when you go to these concerts, it's usually really sweaty and it's like humid. You're dancing and... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Joe <laughs> dancing. I mean... Oh, Joe's, you know Joe's I mean? a dancer. <laughs> it can get like proper humid and sweaty and you just sometimes need to chill. Mm. But I just want to experience what it'd be like, you know, doing the opposite the when it's really cold yeah. and you have to kind of like, you know, move about to kind of... Yeah, keep yourself warm. I don't know. I think I think it'd be kind of cool. No, I, I would definitely want to experience that. Like that's actually on my list here, um, is to go to as many um, techno or or trance events as possible. Just because I I'm I'm absolutely in love with not only the scene but just the the music in general. Because um, like mm. typical like mainstream music, it's like you know you have you have a hook. Um, there's uh, normal beats, but with techno, it's just like, it's so repetitive. It's so unorthodox. And then it's sort of just, you know, you, once you get lost in the beat, it's just, you know, you never come out really. It's more like on the go music, a continuous stream. And sometimes it takes you by surprise. Sometimes it goes on a little lull and then it brings you back up again. Right. How did, you, how did you get into techno? Because you guys, I swear in America, a lot of them are like, yeah, dude, I love EDM and Skrillex and <laughs> Martin Garrick. I don't know. It's true, though. That That's like most of, most like people who, who are into that, 
Um, like, do it, just, just wait for the drop, man. Just wait for the drop. <laughs> well, you don't have that in techno that much. It's no, just like, no, it's just like just have... one steady stream. You're sort of, you know, you get sort of lost in the music. But I, I got into that. Um, so um, I, I got acquainted with some, some Dutchmen, and they, they introduced me to that scene. And that's like how I, how I got started with that. And that was, I thought nice. it was an, an incredible experience. Like, it's just it's more euphoric, I think. Way more euphoric. It's not as I feel like EDM is way more cheesy. Cheesy, yes. That's the perfect. <laughs> so that's the perfect description. It's just so cheesy. It's like immature techno. It's just oh, it, I don't know. I can't it's, describe it. Yeah, no. I would definitely say it's a neonatal version of of techno. Before like, you know, it's just all over the place. You know, you got some random hook saying singing like oh baby i won't go. very nice mate yeah thanks yeah, um, yeah uh but anyway like yeah no definitely want to head to as many uh techno events as possible um i think london right they're they're also aren't they the capital of of like techno in the world um i think the other countries in europe might probably disagree I'll, i'm gonna say yes because all right. I'm biased. Right. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, places like Budapest or like in Belgium, you know, like in the Netherlands too, all great places, I'm, I'm sure. So Yeah. Once again, got to travel to all those places. Maybe I'll see you there, Joe. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll, Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe Maybe we'll turn up to the raves, but we'll get lost in the first two minutes as per usual. As As per usual, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, but right, yeah. I, I think for con- me, concerts in general, yeah, that's what you're gonna talk about. Um, do you think concerts? Some people say to me like concerts are a waste of money. I'm like, no way. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, even if it's like what 150. How much is okay? The most expensive ones are probably like what Drake or something, or like Justin Bieber or something. Personally, I wouldn't pay that much, but. Actually, I've just contradicted myself there. It kind of depends who it is, isn't it? Yeah, but at the same time, live music is sort of, you know, it's any anything live sort of, it slaps, you know? It, yeah, that's <laughs> it hits different. It, it does hit very differently. So anything live is definitely worth going to. And like, would you rather be you know would you rather stay home and you know be on netflix and or would you rather want to you know at least well actually i guess it depends on the person but but sure. still you know if if you have something like that on your bucket list obviously you have it there for a reason because you know it's it's not only fun but you you know the environment you get to meet a lot of different people and that's always fun uh, being social um finding Meeting people that like the same things as you, that's always, you know, entertaining. Um, and just, you know, getting stupid, just dancing. Like, I think everyone's, okay, any, I think most people listen to music. I think that's a fair statement to say. And you might have like preferable artists. I think seeing them, as you say, live is just so much different than just listening to yourself, like on your own. I don't know about you, but when you actually turn up to the concert and you wait for months to see this band or whatnot, and you mm. actually turn up, and then they turn up in stage right in front of your face, and you're still thinking they're actually there in the yeah. same room as me. Do yeah. you ever get that? Yeah, I've I've been to um, what concerts have I been to? I've been to a Big Sean concert in, in Kansas City, and like, wow, it's like. Bit stop. <laughs> you see the, you see him, he's there, you realize he's just like a normal ass person that's actually really short. Um Yeah, he's not big at all. He's like five he's like five six. Um but like he, he like he just does his thing, like has the beat on the background, says some shit, yeah, and stand up, blah blah blah. And yeah, then, yeah. you know. But it's like the environment, you know, the people there. I feel like the people the audience is what makes it really fun. Like if you're everyone's you're, a fan everyone's ev- a fan if everyone's a fan and everyone's sort of you know they're having everyone a good knows the time, lyrics everyone knows the lyrics and then you know you're just having a good time you're, you know just 
you know, it's just fantastic. Just exactly. Any, any concert, I guess, having, I guess, just going to as many concerts as possible before before you hit the deathbed, I feel like that that's definitely a must. Definitely worth it. Highlights for me is seeing Peggy Goo live last year. Peggy Goo, I'm so jealous. Such I'm a so flex. Jealous. Everyone, you know, everyone says, yeah, do you know this up and coming artist from Korea called Peggy, Peggy Gao or Goo? Have you heard of her, Joe? Uh, yeah, seen her live, mate. And I'm just like, just dropping that in there. She yeah. came to my university to play. Drop mic. Like it's, yeah. you, you've, you've won at that point. You've won at life. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's great. It's, it's just kind of strange how someone of such high profile, you know, across the world just visits uni- your university and plays and like this is crazy and then you, you have all your people from your from the same school and stuff and it's like yeah great experience yeah anyway no I'm, I'm, I'm completely jealous hopefully I'll, I'll catch her uh, at an event obviously obviously because she's a she's one of the the biggest up-and-coming uh, techno artists out there if you guys don't know who she is um, check out our what is it? Our episode four? Don't we include her in, in that? We do. I listen to that. That's like an hour and a half. Yeah. And we talk about it for like two minutes. So listen to the full thing. <laughs> yeah. Listen for those two minutes though. It'll be completely worth it. All right. <laughs> she, she makes an appearance in the end too. Nah. Well, not directly, but copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah. Maybe her, her, her work, her work makes an appearance. Yeah. Her magic. Her magic, right. Right, just coming back to this bucket list here, Joe, I guess. Um, I guess traveling is obviously a huge one. Um, and, and concerts, or maybe concerts while you're traveling, or traveling while you're mm. going to concerts. Um, That's a good idea, actually, because you can kind of hit two birds one stone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this next one I have is definitely more um, age... Uh, restricted um so in the u.s obviously it's 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 a major it's drinking it's drinking related it's it's not (laughs) like i don't i don't even have a drinking related uh thing on my bucket list so but no this is more physically physically um demanding um in the u.s it's it's more of a flex if you're able to do certain physical things um so for one Um, this one here I have is just, you know, dunking a basketball. So, um, I'm for, for those of you who don't know, I'm four foot 11. So dunking has always been been a huge dream of mine. I'm just kidding about four foot 11, but, um, I'm, I'm average height for, for an American. So I definitely want to be able to dunk at least before I'm 30, just to say, you know, I've done it and, um, not necessarily like flex about it. But just to you know, say I've done it. Just to say you know, personal goals. Yeah, just personal physical goals. Fair enough. I think having a fitness one is quite important. Like if you wanted to, I say like you're into your powerlifting. It's like you always have that number that you in your head. Oh, I want to lift this mount. Or the bench days do that. I want to reach this certain, reach this certain weight, or I want to reach. I want to grow to a certain height. <laughs> if only. <laughs> If only if five I'm... foot is so close. <laughs> <laughs> that one inch when you're four foot eleven means the world means a lot to you. Means yeah. Uh, Man, just just wear some, you know, tall shoes or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see, Joe. We'll see. But, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely, I feel like maintaining a, a good level of, I guess, physical health is definitely important throughout your life. Um, like I definitely feel like when I hit a certain point, like in my thirties or forties, I'll probably, um, I don't know. You definitely won't be able to eat certain things that, you know, you eat now. Metabolic rate, right? And, yeah. And all that. Your, your metabolic rate will slow down. So it's definitely like best to eat as many things as possible, like in your twenties. So yeah, because I, I feel like once I hit a certain age, I'll maybe I'll you know by that time, who knows? Everybody will be a vegan. So maybe I, actually, yeah, like, that's a different episode for sure. But yeah, I'm I'm excited for the future, even if that means 
our diets completely change. Right. I, I feel like that's definitely going to be more of a norm maybe in the future, but for you now know. though, let's, let's just keep enjoying our, our, uh, so, our Bill, are you saying that being vegan will stop you from being fit? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, I feel like that would, <laughs> would, uh, propel it even further. Cause you know, I feel like veganism sort of goes hand in hand with, you know, fitness, health. I guess. Yeah. Health, just good health in general. Yeah. That's, that's the, uh, the message that I'm hearing as well. Yeah. Right. Along, along with uh, dunking, I guess, um, do you have, I guess for, for you, Joe, do you have any, uh, f- uh, I guess, physical, um, physically demanding um, things on your list as of now? To be honest, it's like, I do, I do my fitness stuff more of a yearly basis. So I'm always making sure that I suppose you're building on your muscle mass and reaching a certain weight, reaching a certain body fat. It's more of a shorter term thing for me. Um, I prefer working on my health, you know, not just has a thing on my list. It's more of a, why do I go to the gym sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And kind of quant- quantify like where I want to be at. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's apart from that, not really much from me. I need to pick up a new sport though. I think, um, I think golf is quite, no, not cricket. No, I find cricket quite boring. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know. I think at some point when, I don't know what it is, but I don't know if it's an age thing. I'm growing up more or I'm meeting older people now, but golf is something that's like quite popular now. Yeah. I see a lot of my friends hit the driving range all the time. I'm like, what's what's happening? Like everyone's buying golf clubs and mm-hmm. getting these memberships. And there's a part of me that just wants to try something new like that at some point. For sure. If I can afford the clubs and the membership, because it's quite expensive. It, it is. But I'm sure it would definitely be worth it. Um, golf has always been... Um, it's definitely a very... I guess you could say it's a high-status sport. Yeah, a lot of the old biddies turn up, don't they? The execs uh, and the, yeah, the no, managers. I, I feel like that would definitely be be very fun fun to play, especially like if it's um, if it's with like a work crew or or um, through your job or just you know recreationally, just you know. Yeah, I, I have a mate who just picked up golf and he does it to network, mm-hmm. I and mean, he just meets all, all these fifty year olds who's like you know own businesses and yeah, drives sure. nice cars. For sure, for sure. That's that's like, I mean, in my high school, like our senior year, we had a specific class that we were just, you know, we went golfing. Really? Yeah. That's what for. It was, I mean, it was a class called Lifetime Sports, but it was also like one of those high schools. It was like, I don't know, it was a private high school, so we were like, oh, you know, look at us, blah blah blah. But yeah, I I definitely feel like golfing is is a major. Uh, is a must sport just to get into, especially when you're older. Um, you, obviously, you don't need to maintain a certain amount of fitness. You can, you know, have shots, have shots on the driving range, and you know, just try drive to hit the little ball. thing. Drive the little thing, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I guess, uh, uh, I guess going back to you, Joe, would you say you have any other um, sport-related ones? Um, I've owned a go-kart before but I had to sell it because I needed the money to go to university so I'll definitely buy one again because I've never because the things are so light and I've when I was when I had one I never got used to it Mm. because I didn't have enough time to get used to how fucking fast it was how, how fast not did talk- it go? How fast did it go? It's like zero to like sixty miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Um, in a because it's so light, it's probably a few seconds. Uh huh. That's sick. Um, that is sick. Yeah. That actually, you know, I used to have a, a motorcycle in in um, in Asia, and that thing would go like what what is it like seventy miles per hour, like 120, 130 uh, kilometers. The- the thrill is going around corners quick though. It's not like the straight line speed. 
is how much speed you can carry around corners. That's mm. it's the G force that shits you up. Mm. Are you talking um, about in a go kart or? Yeah, okay. yeah, in a go kart. Okay. Um, if you take it to the track and stuff, it was really expensive to be honest to run. Mm. Hmm. You should definitely consider a motorcycle, Joe. If anything, I feel like it's more uh, maintainable. At least you can drive it on the road. Yeah, that's true. Imagine, so, imagine you get your money back. Imagine Joe on, the, on like a UK road. Just do you see that often? What a motorcycle? No, a go kart. Like on the no, they're, they're not road legal here, mate. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I've when I um I visited Tokyo, like they had like these Mario go kart racers all dressed up, like just going down the road, like. Oh, really? Yeah, it was hilarious. Wow. You saw it in person? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they do oh, that shit. like pretty frequently. Oh wow! Yeah, so def- definitely wow. worth seeing. Um, I guess next part here on 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 my list, um, I would definitely consider myself sort of a, a an adrenaline junkie and to an extent. Um, I definitely want to at least try sky di- skydiving. I've tried bungee jumping in um, Vancouver. Um, the tallest one is in uh, Macau. I definitely want to try that. It's like off a skyscraper. Um, I'll let you know how that goes if I survive that. Um, and then, yeah, that's that's something I definitely at least want to try. Because I, I used to be so scared of heights. I feel like that's the reason I do that is sort of like, I don't know, just overcome fears. Yeah. It's, it, is it for you? Is it more like a overcoming you? A mindset thing and being comfortable with like something you're really scared for i would say so yeah i couldn't do it i don't think i'd i think i'd bottle it like i'm scared about i'm just scared just thinking about it but i don't think i'll actually like leap no I'm it's like at like the one in, in in canada they they push you off you don't jump a lot of people just kind of hang on there, don't they? They're yeah, just wasting and they'll, time. they'll just like <laughs> they push you <laughs> they just like shove you down <laughs> You know, I don't know if I told you, but like one time um, I was in Vegas like last year mm. and um, there's this really tall like building in there uh, called a stratosphere. I think it's like a thousand feet tall. Mm. And then like I was with my brother and, he, and he's driving me to, to go see Vegas because I've not been before. Mm. And then he was like, yeah, so I've got a little surprise for you. I've, I've booked this um, skydiving like slot for you and you're jumping off the stratosphere. And then it was like, I was like, you fucking what? What did you just do? <laughs> and I, I didn't believe him at first, but like, I just, I Googled it. I didn't know what it was then. And just, just, mm-hmm. I just saw how, how tall this thing was. And then for the next like two hours of the car journey, I was just like psyching myself up thinking I really had to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was you- like, no, it was a prank. He, he just lied to me to shit me up. <laughs> Sounds like a typical I, older brother, little brother interaction. But yeah, I was genuinely like, you know, panicking. I was thinking like, I just needed to mentally get prepare myself how I could do this. Mm. Yeah, scary. Like, there was the lesson learned was like, just don't be scared until yeah you're actually gonna do it for real. Just gotta. <laughs> or just you know, overthink. Yeah, you can't overthink it. You gotta say sometimes you just gotta be fuck it. You know, just just fuck do it, it. Just do it bucket just do it right um but yeah that's i feel like um at least you know like a like stratosphere that's like an artificial you know skydiving thing isn't it because like we also have i've seen those at many places like like you jump and it's like it's like a fan below you and it just like you know it feels like you're oh, falling nice. through space or is it like an actual I'm, skydiving thing yeah actually jumping off it the thing is i I didn't believe that they did this thing, but I, I found what um, in the car journey, I was looking on YouTube to, to see if this was legit. And one guy actually jumped off. Shit. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Shit. That is anyway, absolutely glad, glad I didn't do that because I'm scared shit of heights. Yeah. I don't know if I'd even do a hot air balloon. A lot of people want to do that on their bucket lists. Um, I wouldn't say it's a bucket list, but if it if the opportunity is there, I'd probably take it. Don't know what it would feel like. I don't think it... Just sitting in a, a basket really high up. 
like thousands and thousands of, of miles up. Like I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> thousands of miles, yeah. Um, or hundreds, whatever. A, f- a couple of miles, I think. Is, is it a, is it a couple? I don't know. It feels like they're they're higher up. You you've ever have you ever seen a hot air balloon like in the sky? But you could potentially get you know. I maybe I'm over exaggerating on thousands. Once again, I'm I'm not knowledgeable on the average height of hot air balloons, but a uh, thousand feet is reasonable, I think. Which is really tall, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. See see you in one though, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Right. Um uh, I guess that brings us to um I guess is is that is that our, our complete list here, Joe? I did have one about just bring back to sports. I did have one about um, missing the the Olympics here in in 2012 in London. At the time, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I don't know why I wasn't so bothered about it. But now looking back, it's like I kind of just missed the chance of the Olympic Games being in in my home country, well, home country like the UK where I was born. And it's like I don't know if that would ever come around in my lifetime. But it's like, I, at the same time, I can't really make that excuse and say, oh, just because it didn't come to my home country doesn't mean I can not visit an Olympic event. Right. So, so I guess it's like, try not to make too many excuses. Right. So you, so you want to see uh, another, or I guess you actually want to attend physically an Olympic event sometime in your life? I think so. It's, it is like the biggest, like most renowned sporting event, let's be fair. Mm-hmm. Or, or even a World Cup match or World Cup would be fantastic that would be cool something yeah. like that for sure I think it'd be I think it'd be well worth it absolutely I, I would definitely de- I would definitely actually add that on my bucket list if I could um, isn't it coming to like Los Angeles after uh, Tokyo I, th- I think so but I don't know hopefully I feel like there'll be others in the US um yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see, though. We'll see. We'll that, see. See what comes up. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But actually, obviously, there, there's a lot of uh, global themes um, in both of ours here. Um, I actually have another one here. Um, I actually want to at least be able to try um, every every you know food or or a cuisine um, that's known known to man here, no matter how disgusting, I guess. Um, every cuisine every cuisine think... right that, that's, it's a bit far-fetched um, but you know pretty far-fetched but at least you can say you tried you know what's the do you have any like specifics like what types of food is like your priority oof um, I don't know like I've heard of some some very unique ones in Papua New Guinea mm. so I I mean that's probably just aboriginal foods in general i feel like that's those those are some of the the cuisines that you typically don't see i don't even actually i don't even know if you would call them a cuisine but um i feel like those would be less mainstream but at the same time probably hopefully be worth trying at least so okay that's fair enough i like that idea yeah i think food food for me is like a key driver when it comes to deciding where to travel or what to do when I'm there. It's like, right, because you got to eat, right? Mm-hmm. You might as well make the most of it, like what's good around here. And you, For me, I always kind of like search. I kind of preempt like where to eat usually mm-hmm. uh, to make the most of my um, experience. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Food, so, food's ki- definitely a key one. Ki- killing three stones with one, or killing three birds with one stone. Now, when, you, when you're traveling, <laughs> it's you go to a techno event, you're traveling, uh, like you know, to a new place, and then you're also, you know, trying a, a new cuisine. Hopefully, um, it's part of the part. It's part of the experience for sure. Yeah, like you it's can't just packaged in visit it. a new place. You can't just visit a new place and just eat the familiar foods that you know you, you, that you, you can know. get anywhere else. Yeah. Exactly. Like, a, like a like a McDonald's or tell you what though, the the McDonald's like in different countries is is actually worth trying actually even if it's just for one meal. That's true. Yeah. That like true. you can get 
I went to Spain and you can get a beer there. Oh. I was like, this is cool. And they had wings and all. You, you don't get any UK. We just oh, have really? these nuggets. Oh, we, yeah. we have wings. We definitely don't have, have beers. Um, oh, but that's definitely, I'll definitely, you know, hopefully I can try a, try a beer from McDonald's. It's, it was probably like some, like, um, well-known <laughs> beer, just, right? Like, or just, nah. just a brand name Spanish beer, right? I don't know, actually. I don't, I can't remember, but okay. I can't imagine it, it being. Like, sounds like a good time. <laughs> Just getting smashed in McDonald's. Are you happy meal? <laughs> <laughs> great time, great time, mate. Great, great timing. Jesus. And then, and then hit the hit the techno event after your McDonald's. Right after. Right Pre-game after. in McDonald's. In McDonald's, and then go back after the techno event. You know, just cut. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, a, a night out isn't finished if you're not McDonald's. in McDonald's. Yeah. No. Facts of life. Facts of life. Um. But yeah, I think uh, I have one more thing on my list here um, that I guess um, I guess we'll go over before um, we get to the last part here. Um, obviously, all of these things, such as traveling, um, going to new places, going to techno events, um, <laughs> you obviously need some sort of financial security, and that's definitely something that. Um, I, I definitely have on my bucket list here because you know why not why you should definitely be financially secure at least um, or want to be if you want to be able to do all these things yeah that's something, nothing's for free nothing's for free and that's something I definitely want to say that probably applies for everyone um, but maybe it's not on their bucket list but I feel like it's definitely something that you know you absolutely want to you know strive for um, in the long term yeah, definitely. It's like you have to be practical about this and think who yeah. is paying for all this stuff. Yeah. So, so you should have some kind of engine or career or job or whatever you're doing. Yeah. And be live below your means to be able to afford this stuff. You got to make the sacrifice, I think. You got to make the sacrifice. You got to find something that motivates you. Um that's something that's that's key. Um I guess Going back to our personal, I guess our, our own personal tips here to um, really get your bucket, your guys' uh, bucket list uh, completed here and I guess motivated, um, there's definitely always something underlying um, um, these, these uh, I guess, things that you want to do, right? Whether it's, you know, you want to you say that, you know, you've been to all these places just so you can get the best out of life or if you want to be financially secure, it's, you know, maybe because you want to travel. Um, for me, I feel like, um, it's definitely, uh, it, it's a little bit personal. I don't know if, if I'll mention it here, but I guess, um, I guess going back to, oh, Bill. do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do we, it. We're getting real personal on, on, on this podcast here. Yeah. That's um, the whole point. Okay. Right. So what, what's, well, for, for my motivation, right, it could definitely be different for, for um, anybody here. Um, sure. So it actually stems from um, my past relationship. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Very deep. Okay, yeah. that's too deep. Cut, cut. I'm joking. Yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, you, you already got me rolling here, so. <laughs> okay. What about it? What, what, what's... No, it's what like... About your so, so what happened was, right, so um, I was sort of in this long-distance relationship and then uh, there was other other guy here other guy over there right third and party third party and he was very very well off let's say right gotcha very very well off so um that's sort of what drives me um because i definitely want to you know I've, I've never been the person to sort of chase money just because like i've, I've mostly been comfortable for most of my life but of course there's there's always someone that probably does have more than you right so i so that's what sort of drives me it's like you know um why do i want to be financially secure because i never want to feel like uh how i did you know back then in in that situation when i was in that relationship that's a very fair one that's a very strong one too yeah no it definitely it definitely keeps me going definitely hold on to it even if you're over it, I'm sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just hold on to it because it's absolutely. great to absolutely. have that fire in your belly and think, I don't ever want to be in that situation where I can't provide as much as 
someone else. Someone else. To, to be honest, to be honest, like even if you're well off, there's always going to be someone. Unless you're Elon Musk, there's oh, always going to be someone who's like wealthier than you. That's true. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I guess it's just like it just underpinned by trust anyway. But hold on to it because it's going to keep you going. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but anyway, that's that's just you know sometimes you just got to find something that motivates you. Like like you mentioned, Joe, like keeps not only lights that fire in the belly, but you know keeps it lit. You know keeps it yeah. very very you know raging. So keeps it burn for sure yeah so um i think for me it's like um i'm not gonna get that deep but all right the thing is (laughs) i think what's important here is like i don't want to rely on the bucket list to fulfill my happiness even though it can um supplement a lot to my life Mm -hmm. it's gonna give me a lot of memories it's gonna give me a lot of things to think back on it's gonna whatever I think a lot of the times I try to think about things that make me uh, fulfilled, even if I couldn't complete my list. Mm-hmm. So I'm not like relying on it, you know, to, to kind of make my life worthy. Because there's things like, I guess, my family, my friends. At, at the end of the day, that's that's just as important to have. It's like, you know, keeping close with your family, your friends and whatnot. And that's irrelevant to the bucket list because mm-hmm. sometimes I I because I noticed like a lot of the older guys I'm talking old old like 80 90 mm. they, they always advise you know your relationships are way more important than your time time with your family and your relationships are far more important than chasing money all the time mm-hmm. and it's just like striking that balance between completing the things for yourself but also being happy even if you couldn't complete it yeah yeah, I guess just sort of, sort of having that list there, just sort of to motivate you to sort of accomplish these those things, especially it's, if it's something to strive for in life, even if it's recreational, even if it's, you know. I see it more as, a, as an enhancement. It's not mm-hmm. something that I have to absolutely do. But like you say, it's, it's great for motivation. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Motivation not only for life itself, but so you can get the most out of life. Um, right. I, I guess part of having a bucket list though, is just sort of having something there so you can, you know, strive for, and then also, um, holding yourself accountable. Uh, maybe if you share it with, with, uh, your network and with your friends, um, I guess, you know, that'll motivate you more to, yeah. to complete it. <laughs> you know, like, um, I don't know about you, but when you, when I talk about it, when I talk about my goals and what I want to do next, with people and then when people remember what you say and then you're thinking fuck like i actually need to do this thing or i'm just gonna look like i'm the sort of person who just chats rubbish right <laughs> and then just never gets it's, stuff it's, done it's always easy to talk of course like me and you right now we're talking about the things we want to do but yeah. the purpose of this episode was to actually like get you out of your seat capture yeah to capture what me and you want to do bill yeah get it recorded and then maybe when we're actually boomers, we listen to this and think, "Wow, we held ourselves." We did account. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we did yeah, absolutely nothing. Yeah, we were still chatting shit. <laughs> yeah, like we were so unrealistic. Like you know. <laughs> yeah, you you don't we realize st- it. You don't realize it until you know you hit that age. But hey, at least we at least it's it's on here. At least we have it written down. Um, but are I, you? Do you think you should write it down and put it in front of you? See, that, What's that's, your tip on that's, that? a, that's a great question because I think it depends on what kind of person you are. If you're more of an extrovert and you want to, I guess you're fueled by other people around you, then yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, I would say um, certain things I would keep to myself just because like if you keep certain goals that you want to achieve and say you don't achieve them, then it feels like you don't really let any um anybody down you know let yourself down you yeah you only let yourself down and that's (laughs) yeah that's way better than letting like a whole group of people down when you're like yeah i wanted to do this but you know it didn't end up happening blah 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 that's fair yeah but i mean once again i think it's different for uh, every uh person 
Um, but yeah, I, I feel like, um, I guess for you, Joe, would you say, um, do you already have a, a rolling bucket list going here? Um, or is it, I don't know, do I'm gonna, you still have some things, you know, tucked away under the bed waiting to be? Uh, I think I'm, I'm similar with you, Bill. I don't yeah. like to overshare too much, mm-hmm. but, you know, the casual things, the short-term goals or something, um, I like to talk about it because some it, it can it can spark some inspiration for other people and vice versa mm. so there's a lot of things that you didn't know about that was cool and if you just chat with your buddies and they want to do something um if you have that common interest with someone mm-hmm. it makes it more realistic because two people want to do it now yeah absolutely yeah um but that kind of makes me that brings me on to the point where don't wait for other people to do something. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some things you might need a partner in, but if it's like traveling, for example, or if you want to sightsee, you don't need anyone there with you. No. <laughs> like it's for your eyes only. Uh huh. It's nice for me. My take on it is that it's nice to experience things with other people that you're close with, but don't let it impede you from from doing it. Yeah, don't let it be the driver, right? Don't don't let it sort of don't let it reason. be the excuse. Yeah, don't let it be like the reason like you're going. Well, I mean, it's a great it's a it's great to go as a group, but at the same time, you know, um, going <laughs> going back to those gap year people though, it's like you know they do have a good point in that you know they go by themselves. They they really find themselves by going on these certain trips by themselves, and you can see why that like they they find themselves in you know all experiences because they got out their shell and did it yeah yeah like i noticed one thing is that when you get older oh i don't know why i'm talking like as if i'm old but this is what i'm noticing anyway (laughs) (laughs) um like when your friends get older obviously um i know personally some of my friends are pretty coupled up they're quite committed into their own relationship um some people are very committed into their careers some people might need to look after someone uh, who's vulnerable, for example. There's a lot of reasons why you can't get into a group anymore as you get older. Mm-hmm. And it's and I think that's just part of life. It's not like when you're 15 and you're in school and no one's got, <laughs> everyone's got nothing to do and you can just meet as a group, full attendance, no commitments, easy. Mm-hmm. But when you're like, you know, 25, 30, logistically it just becomes so hard to do that now so right for me it's like just try and get comfortable with traveling alone um otherwise i think you can you can really miss some great opportunities no 100 percent. i cannot agree with you uh, more here um yeah I, I think that that definitely you know that i'll, I'll let I'll let that sort of be the the exclamation point on here, Joe. Um, I feel like that was a great um, end point here to, um, I guess, our our whole bucket list episode here. All right, then I guess uh, that sort of wraps up uh, what we really wanted to talk about here. We definitely also want to get um, our listeners' uh, points of view as well. If you have a bucket list that you want to share, um, feel free to email us or uh DM us on Instagram. Uh, that's on IG. That's shit. What is it again? Um, one mate dot one dude. Right. It's at one mate dot one dude. Or email us. That's a one mate one dude at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, no, we'll be definitely looking forward to all of uh, your guys and gals uh, bucket lists here. Um, we all two all two bucket lists. If we get. <laughs> Yeah, or all all two bucket lists. Like, don't don't you know, don't uh, be ashamed to send you know your your dirtiest darkest secrets to us. You know, I'm, I promise we won't share them. Um, Family friendly bucket lists, not not fetish lists, man. Fam- yeah, I don't know. You never. Know. I don't know what you're thinking. You never know. So some some strange people out there. You never know. Hey, I'm a strange person myself. Uh, but right, no, 
we just want to thank you again so much for giving us a listen. Uh, send us uh, your own bucket list um, uh, if you want. Um, right? Thank you guys so much again, and uh, we'll catch you guys soon. Thank you, everyone, and uh, take care. I hope you hope you get something done, and I uh, hope we somewhat made you think about what you want to do next. Cheers. <laughs>